Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. The Tiny Devotions Invocation says, As much as you wander in the world, always remember to journey within yourself. Stop searching outside of yourself for all of the wisdom that is inside of you. Be gentle with yourself, dance with your feminine, play to the depths of your soul, turn down the volume outside of yourself and start listening within. Tiny Devotions is one of the world's best mala makers. They are an incredible company and I'm such a proud ambassador and we are working together to bring love and intention and mala beads to the world. So this week they're offering all of our listeners a special discount code, enter RADLOVE, R-A-D-L-O-V, as you check out to get a special price on all their products. Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. Today, I am so excited to announce my guest, Joey Gonzalez, started his career as a top celebrity trainer in both Los Angeles and New York and is now the CEO of Barry's Bootcamp, known in the U.S. as the best workout in the world. He's a dear friend. I've known Joey for a very long time and have watched him grow from his beginnings as a trainer to now being the CEO of this incredible company. And it was so awesome to be able to talk to Joey about his tenacity and the ability for him to be able to overcome obstacles and to create this massive empire just by sheer dedication and commitment. And I am so excited for you guys to hear a little bit of his story and to get to know him. Yeah. So what led you, first of all, to become a fitness trainer? So I, it, it's, it was actually kind of ironic that I ended up becoming a trainer because uh, I come from a family of three Uh, And both my brother and sister were extremely athletic, um, played soccer their whole lives. My sister's still like a world championship Ironman triathlete, and my brother's a sports med doctor. um, And I was always kind of the the entertainer. I was involved in performing arts. I was overweight my whole life. Um, And so it just was interesting uh, in my you know, adult life and in my early 20s, how I really began to fall in love with fitness and discover it. Um, and it, it really helped change sort of who I was. Um, I, you know, f- feel very passionately that, that you don't have to fit into a mold, but mm-hmm. me, myself, I was sort of always kind of depressed about, you know, being overweight and never really felt like I was my best self because it bled into different areas of my life. And when I finally uh, became active and started to discover exercise as an outlet, um, I, my body changed and responded really well. 
Uh, and of course, I sort of changed the way that I ate and just changed my daily habits uh, and and began to just really be energized by this this new passion I had for fitness and health and wellness. And so that was sort of how it all began. Um, I discovered berries at around 24, 25, and I had been an actor since 13 in SAG doing, you know, film and TV and musical theater and all those things. And uh, around this time, maybe a year or two prior, I came to terms with the fact that I, that was not what I was going to be doing for the rest of my life. Uh-huh. Uh, and berries uh, became something I was obsessed by. Like I would just go once or twice a day. Um, it was such an easy, efficient, effective way for me to maintain my goals in terms of fitness. Um, and it kind of married my two passions, which were entertainment and fitness. Uh, and to this day, I refer to, to my uh, instructors as entertainers because that's essentially what they are. You know, they're on stage, they're mic'd, they're having fun, they're interfacing with people, and they're keeping them uh, entertained while giving them this incredible workout. Yeah, so for the people uh, that aren't familiar <clears throat> with the way that Barry's Boot Camp works, can you give people an, an idea of what going to Barry's workout is like? Sure. So... Uh, basically it's an hour class that combines interval cardiovascular exercise with strength training. Uh, And so you move from treadmills to an area on the floor where you have like a a bench and you do all of your um, pre-programmed runs that your instructor has developed for you, which range from, you know, some occasional endurance runs to, uh, rolling hill runs with incline to short interval sprint rounds. Uh, and on the floor, you're exercising a specific focused part of the body. And on each day, that changes. So Monday's arms and abs, Tuesday's button legs, Wednesday's chest and back, uh, Thursday's all abdominals, and the weekends are full body. And that is consistent all across the world, no matter what berries you go to. Um, so that's the workout. That's kind of the science behind it. Mm-hmm. The magic is really in the people. Uh, and also the environment. And the people are uh, always extremely friendly because some people find the workout intimidating. So we always try Mm -hmm. to make it a little (laughs) bit easier to go because there's a giant smile waiting waiting for you at the front desk and your instructor will usually welcome you warmly. uh, And you walk into, you know, a dimly lit studio that has this sort of red haze uh, (laughs) and is very, very, very generous. Everybody loves the way they look in that <laughs> studio. <laughs> and your instructor puts together a playlist and a workout that is dynamic and fun and never the same. Berries doesn't function on a workout of the day uh, way. It is actually every single class you take, even if it's a 9.30 one day and then a 10.45 right afterwards, uh, is going to be different, uh, completely different from the one before. Uh, so every single time you go to berries, you will work out differently. You'll continue to shock your body. Um, and you know, that's kind of the magic. There's also great locker room showers, amenities. Um, we have something called the fuel bar, which is this great place to just refuel after your workout. And uh, we make it as convenient as possible. When people sign up online, they can pick what protein shake they want afterwards. Uh, we have a lot of things you can add to them like L-carnitine to burn fat or creatine if you're looking to build muscle. 
Um, and it's also just a great community space for people afterwards yeah. to sit down and, you know, grab their green leaf and just have their, you know, to go lunch or whatever for their backpacks or um, whatever the lifestyle may be. Uh, and then the last part of Berries, I think that makes it so special is the community mm-hmm. and it's at this point global. So once you start becoming a customer and you follow us on social media, you not only have the in-person interaction, but you also have that kind of um, online social media connection with people in you know, Bergen, Norway, or people in London, or people in Miami. And it's just been a really fun thing to watch that uh, community grow and expand. Yeah, I mean, from from its beginnings here, from when I went, you know, years and years ago with with Scott, who was the one that, that introduced me to to berries, and it was such an incredible. I mean, really, the whole the environment, and mostly it was the community that kept me coming back, along with you know the training and everything. It was just it was an incredible space. Um, and I know that you've opened. I mean, there's so many locations now. I know it's there's New York, Boston. Florida, as you said, Norway, I didn't know, and uh, London. So they're, they're, it's, you're taking over the world, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah, we're definitely growing. <laughs> who, who was your biggest mentor during this process? Uh, I think my biggest mentor in life has been my father, mm-hmm. and he kind of taught me that so cliche, but that anything you dream of is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is uh, Cuban born and raised and was a refugee uh, and left uh, for Spain to go to medical school uh, and made his way over to the States um, for his residency. And, and really, uh, it was at a time in the United States where it just was very, very different. You know, there was a lot of racism towards Latin Americans mm-hmm. and um, It took him a while, but uh, he really built a great life for himself. Uh, He not only became uh, a pathologist at a hospital close to where we grew up, but he also uh, was a complete entrepreneur and opened up uh, cytology labs in the Chicagoland area. So it was just really inspiring, I think, to to see that um, as, you know, we were growing up and the 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 area that we lived in outside the northwest suburbs of Chicago were very homogenous, uh, so I too sort of felt what it was like to be um, Latin American in an area where you know nobody else was. <laughs> right. Um, right. So I, it kind of gave me like a small amount of empathy for yeah. my father and what he must have gone through. Creating something that your your parents like they've made these big sacrifices and now you've amassed the success or you've created something that's impactful for the world you know so mm-hmm. that's that's really incredible i actually didn't know that joey so it that's that's a oh, fun really? fact <laughs> like that's a fun fact yeah what do you think holds people back from achieving their dreams or their desires you know i think it actually it all ties together because one of the things that i learned from my parents like you so elegantly articulated was that everything I did in life uh, and everything I continue to do in life is just to show them how much I appreciate their hard work Mm -hmm. um, and to show them that like what they taught me growing up, I definitely listened. (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, I would say the thing that holds people back the most is having the ability to just work really, really hard, tirelessly, 
uh, and give whatever it takes to accomplish your dreams. Um, because that is so true that it's all possible. It's just a matter of whether or not you're wi- of what you're willing to give and what you're willing to sacrifice and give up. You know, um, I'm definitely a Gen Xer, so um, I look around at a lot of you know people that I know and uh, feel like life has become so fickle for some, and they mm-hmm. just sort of move on to things if they're not getting exactly what they want from mm-hmm. you know their jobs or yeah. and. That is so not how I made my career. I stuck with a company that I believed in and loved, uh, and I worked with that company for years and years before finally being a partner um, and you know just really looked forward to sharing ideas and ideals and growing something together and being collaborative. Um, and so I think hard work would be my answer. Yeah, I think, you know, something to to kind of add to that and maybe you can speak to this too is sort of that you know, edge that it takes to keep going when things get hard. You know, I think there's definitely an edge when you come from a place of having that sort of um realizing you're fortunate or the opportunities that you have as opposed to others. You know, I think people nowadays it's it's what you're saying, they give up too easily, you know. And, and mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it's important to be able to, to see what hard work can accomplish. So, you know, can you speak a little bit more to that drive that, that enables you to continue to move forward, especially when things get hard? I, I, I'm not so sure that that's something you can learn. I think mm-hmm. it's that the, the best advice I could give is, pick something that you truly love, right? And pick something that you are truly passionate about. Because I was a fan of berries uh, at the age of, you know, 24, 25. And so it became such an easy thing for me to work hard at and try to sell to people for the next however many years of my career. Because I loved it. And I had such a zest and passion, not only for the brand, but for the people and, you know, for the workout itself. And so there was never a moment in my career where I thought like, wow, I really have to figure out a way to motivate myself. It was always just something that came to me naturally because I loved what I was doing so much. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so you, you started as a trainer and you moved up to now the CEO, right, of the company. So, I mean, this is the, you've done all of this work, so when you started as a trainer, like when you, when, you know, Joey, 24, 25, did you have visions of, of this being your life? Like, did you see yourself or did you have a desire, like put it on your vision board or were you like, I'm going to be the CEO one day and bring Barry's boot camp to the world? So I definitely saw my path and my trajectory from the very beginning. Um, it wasn't something that just happened. It was something that I willed. Um, and the only reason I ever started working there is because what I saw was a business that was so scalable and that I thought was so portable to different parts of the country and even mm-hmm. world. Um, and, and I thought that I was the right person to help bring it there. Um, and that took years. You know, it took years of working with my partners to be brought in and had at the chance to invest in the business and be, you know, a, partici- a participating partner. It, it took years to convince them 
that it was worth uh, investing in markets outside of L.A. and seeing whether or not the brand would resonate and translate. Um, And then it took years in building the business uh, and finding the right, you know, people to help us grow it. Right. Wow. So uh, as an entrepreneur, what has been your biggest challenge thus far? Hmm. Time. There's not enough time in the day. <laughs> You're like that's really, I mean, that's, rude. That, that's it. I just wish somehow I had more time. Can we add another extra couple hours in the day? <laughs> I think not necessarily a challenge for me, but one of the things that I've always held most important is making sure that the people that work for me feel valued. Um, And what's different about Barry's is that it feels like you're working for a family-owned and operated business. It genuinely feels like everybody here is a part of something special, a part of something bigger than them. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we've grown and scaled... Uh, it's it's been a huge priority for me to try to maintain that culture. Um, and as you you know move into a position like CEO, your touch points are minimized, right? They have to be because you're going from maybe 40 clients to a thousand, or sorry, 40 employees to a thousand employees, and you can't really have those daily interactions <laughs> with everybody. Um, so making sure you you that I you know carefully handpick the right people to continue to help me run this company uh, has been a challenge and, and luckily one that I think, you know, we've done really well. Well, I mean, it seems like you're doing everything very well, so that's good. Oh, <laughs> so, I definitely so, wouldn't say that, but I appreciate <laughs> so, it. So kudos. <laughs> well, I mean, just with anything, you know, anything that we do, there's always going to be obstacles and challenges. And it's like, you know, for, for people like you, it's like you've not done this before, right? I mean, yep. it, it's not like you built another company and, and now you're doing another one. You know, it's just this is you're, you're learning as you go, you know, and, and that's just... You have just, to fail. Yeah. You have to fail to succeed. And that's true of inside the studio and inside headquarters. Uh. You know, you, you, when people grab five-pound weights, and they're curling them, and they don't even get to one moment of failure during the class. Well, that's great, and you might feel good about being able to handle those five-pound weights, <laughs> but you really didn't succeed because you didn't change your body at all, and you didn't fail, right, just to mm-hmm. give an example. And so we have that same attitude here you know, in the office is that we're going to fail at things. And the one thing we never want to do is be afraid of trying new things. And Barry's is a brand and a company that continues to innovate and do things differently. All the time, my two newest studios coming down the pipeline uh, are going to have, you know, 1,200 square foot stretch labs where we're allowing clients to like participate in, you know, the taking care of and maintaining their body parts by mm. providing them with different after workout exercises, right? And that's, you know, taking on more real estate, paying more rent, but it's something that we never we want we never want to be done learning and innovating. And if we fail while we do it, we just have to learn, you know, and be better the next time around. Yeah, but I think that also speaks to what we what we were talking about prior is your tenacity to just continue to keep going, right? It's like that mm-hmm. your ability to just move forward. And I think that that's what separates, you know, people who don't take the risk to to achieve their dreams or or what they're wanting to succeed at and 
the people who do, you know, it's like the people yep. that are, that are willing and, and totally okay with falling down and just getting back up and just continue to move forward. You know, I think again, that really speaks highly uh, to who you are as a person and how you operate as, as a, as a boss, as a CEO of a company. Um, so that's, again, pretty just, it's really uh, inspiring, you know, and, and I think that what you're doing just as who you are in the world is, is incredibly impactful. So I, I just oh, wish there was more, more of you to go around. So maybe with more <laughs> hours in the day, we'll clone you and yep. we'll, we'll put one of you at all your gyms so that we oh can, God, we can see. Oh the world does not need two of me. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> one is plenty. So what, so now, you know, that you've, you've achieved the, the success up to this point, what continues to inspire you? Uh, I think there's not only the element of personal accomplishment mm-hmm. and success, right? Just like um, having really clear objectives, accomplishing them, that's obviously a big part of, of life. Um, the other sort of incredible thing about this job is that I get to actually see this brand change lives. Mm. Uh, And so that makes it so easy to stay motivated because uh, no matter, no matter how tough a day might be, I know that ultimately um, this output of energy that we're all uh, putting out into the world is actually making the world a better place. And then additionally, my job, you know, I still teach at least one class a week. And up until last year, I was teaching 12 to 14 times a week. And I think that that's been another thing that has made this existence so sustainable for me, is that I've always been somebody who wears many hats. You know, I've been a real estate salesperson. I've been a massage therapist. I've been, you know, a waiter. I've done so many things in my lifetime uh, and what I loved and have loved about this job is just that I con- I continue to get to exercise so many different parts of my brain. Mm. That's in my heart, you know, yeah. not just locked into one thing and one right. role. Well, and I, again, I think that that speaks to the type of person that you are. You know, you could be, you could wear the CEO hat and be like, I'm not teaching or I haven't taught in years. But the fact that you're still there. I mean, last year when I was in London, we just missed each other. Uh, but you were teaching yeah. class then. And I was like, well, he's still teaching. Like, that's, a, that's incredible. I thought that was so great, you know. So, so again, I think it speaks volumes, you know, and, and it's incredible to, to be able to have an inspiring company, have a company that's actually out there changing lives and to be, to be able to step into that and actually do the work, you know, not just say, oh, do this, this workout, this is our community, this is what we stand for, but you're actually involved and, and doing it, you know? So I think that's, yeah. that's incredible. So in your life currently, you're, you're a new dad, yes? Mm-hmm. Little birdie told me, like everyone knows. How how have you? How do you balance your home life and your business? Time allocation charts. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you um, I was like, "Wow, this is so cool!" Really? No. Okay. Through a little program called Excel. No, I uh, I 
have very clear time that I put aside for my daughter and for my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, it, I just never, I try never to miss a morning. Um, and then, you know, at nighttime as well, I try to get home with enough time uh, to be a part of all of the, you know, final feeding, dinner, putting her down, putting her in the bathtub, like that whole process for me is so fun. Um, And so I have at least, you know, around three to four hours of Francesca time every single day. Uh, And the rest is dedicated to, you know, Barry's, of course, you know, working at headquarters, but also getting into a studio and taking a class. And um, it's been, it's been such a fun experience for me, because like I said, you don't succeed unless you fail. And you know, there's nothing easier to fail at than parenthood. (laughs) (laughs) You learn that day after day. (laughs) I'm like, I was just going to ask you what's one of the way or, you know, something that's happened where you've had a a fail. Well, look, I mean, it's too soon to know. She's just a babe. She's a newborn, you know, like it's, it's still learning, learning process. You've got a learning curve. You're fine. I'm like, I'm sure it's, it's incredible. And you know, you're doing everything right. So we got very, very, very lucky. She's like a really easy baby who from the second month was sleeping 12 hours a night and she just like does everything right. And um, we just are prepared for a disaster. Baby number two, it's the like, oh, karma baby. will be right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> That's, oh, I hope not. I'm sure it's going to be fine. I'm like, I say this, and like next year when we're on the phone, you're like, I would see, I told you what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how are you with, so a lot of uh, health and wellness experts in, in, in this line of work, um, and, and including in, in the yoga world, one of the things that seems to sort of get the back seat or get put on the back burner is your own self-care you, you know your your ability to kind of do your own rituals and and take care of you uh has that ever happened to you number one and and if it has how have you pulled out of that uh i guess i mean there might have been a period of time during francesca's first few months where I kind of maybe started to neglect myself um, in terms of like how much I was working out, mm-hmm. et cetera. Uh, but for me, that's very different than the average person. You know, I maybe was working out three to four times a week where I usually work out five to six. Mm-hmm. Um, I, at this point, I, I don't feel like I'm doing that at all. And I've found a really healthy balance. Um, and I know that, you know, getting my exercise in is enough. It, 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 it's what makes me a great parent, you know, making sure that I have that balance um, where I don't get home and feel frustrated that I didn't have any sort of, because I, I, if I don't work out, I'm just not in a good mood. Right? Yeah. And so <laughs> I wish like, I what could is control the... that, but I can't. I'm like, what does that um, look like? <laughs> And I've also, like, found a way around, like, I, I have scheduled my private yoga teacher to come over after she's fallen asleep, right? So John and I can do yoga, like, and not leave the house and be there, um, but also get that 
workout in and get that time that we need in. So we'll do yeah. little things like that as well. Uh, well, that, I mean, that sounds like you've, you've got a really good balance of, of all of it, you know, as much as you yeah. can. I mean, you know, you, you just have to be able to, to do the best that you can. And it sounds like you're, you're doing it. So awesome. I also, I think continuing to teach uh, is a way that you can guarantee that you don't let yourself go because um, I have to stay somewhat aspirational. I mean, I'm not nearly as hot as any of my trainers are. <laughs> I'm gonna say, don't say that. Come that on, I Joey. <laughs> I know I can't let myself go. Otherwise, they would just kick me out. <laughs> They'd be like, sorry, sorry, Joey. No, come back in two weeks. No. Yeah, we're not listening to you. <laughs> So what, uh, what does a, a good self-care day look like for you? Tell me the, the perfect day for you. Wake up, grab Francesca, um, throw her in her stroller after she has her morning bottle. Um, we love to, to jog to Larchmont, which round trip is exactly two miles. So it's a really nice way to start the morning. Um, grab our coffee. Sometimes we'll have like a little bit of a breakfast with her. Um, and then go back to the house. Uh, and she's usually like really energetic in the morning. So it's always fun to just play games with her and, uh, you know, feed her breakfast and do those kinds of things. And then inevitably like around nine or 10, she would go down, um, which would give us some time in an ideal world, enough time to maybe have a friend or somebody at the house while we go to Barry's. Uh, there's my favorite, one of my favorite Berries is in Hollywood because it's right next to Greenleaf. Mm -hmm. So in an ideal world, I would take a berries class, um, take a shower, go to Greenleaf, have a nice brunch, um, go back to the house and spend some more time with Francesca, maybe take her somewhere really fun. Um, and then, like this weekend, we went to the, the, uh, the platform Oh Fudge, one of the restaurants that John and I own, uh, is co-hosting this like pumpkin patch at Platform in Century City. So that was really fun. Yeah, and there were a lot of fun activities for her to do. Um, and then maybe from there, go to Oh Fudge and have dinner. And that's always a great place because they have such fun arts and crafts for the kids. Yeah, I've heard it's a great um, place for kids. Side note. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, And then probably just go home, put her down and hang out with John and uh, maybe cook some dinner and just watch a movie or catch up on a, a TV show that we haven't, you know, that we're watching on Netflix or something like that. That's a perfect day. Oh, that sounds, I'm like, that sounds lovely. I'll do that. I'll take <laughs> one of them, put it on the list for me. Thanks everyone. Um, <laughs> one, just two, two final things to ask uh, before we, we wrap. I know that, you know, you're, you're busy and, and I totally want to respect your time. So, uh, for someone who's maybe curious about going into a fitness class and is kind of a little bit on the fence and this person really wants to get fit or get healthy, what sort of advice could you give this person that's a little bit int intimidated going into like a group studio setting? Um. I mean, we always tell people who come to Barry's and it's their first time not to be a hero. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, everybody, the one thing that you know you'll share with everyone in the room is that they too have had a first time. So everybody understands whether it's berries or somewhere else, that feeling of like first day at school, like just nervous about what the workout might be. Um, and nobody's going to judge you. You know, you might, I think a lot of people feel like everyone looks around and judges one another. And that's definitely not the case. Um, and if it is, you know, if there are one or two people that sit around and judge, it's also like, who cares? You know, like, it really <laughs> doesn't matter. As long as you know that you're there and you're giving it your most. Right. Um, it's going to be a productive use of time. And ultimately, you know, you have to give it more than one chance as well, because you might go and it might be an awful class, or maybe you don't like the instructor, or maybe it's so hard that you can't get through it. But guess what? The next time you could switch instructors or keep your instructor, if you love the instructor, and maybe the workout will get a little bit easier. And, you know, just like everything in life, um, it's always going to get better and hard work pays off. Um, The biggest mistake I think you can make is not to value exercise and fitness in your life you know it really it's there for a reason it is literally it's another reason i do what i do the only thing proven to make us happier and help us live longer so how can you say no to that joey that's that's beautiful thank you so much for that so sure i'll ask you one final question um before we wrap and i always ask this to everyone and it's what do you radically love what do I radically love? Yes. People. Mm-hmm. In my personal life and in my career, it's all about the people. It's all about the relationships. Nothing is ever more important to me um, than you know the way that I make people feel and vice versa. Uh, and it's all we have, really. In the grand scheme of things, all we have is each other. That's so great. Thank you so, Joey, thank you so much for doing this, for coming yeah, on. Yeah, of course. Uh, where, thank you for asking. Are you kidding? Yeah, that's so, it's so, <laughs> I'm like, it's just so great to hear your voice when you're not telling me to run on the treadmill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where can we, where can we find more information on you or the gyms and any, anything that's coming up? Uh, in the near future? Where can the listeners go for more information? Sure. So you can find uh, Barry's Bootcamp. You can go to barrysbootcamp.com. You can follow us on any, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Snapchat. Uh, It's all Barry's Bootcamp. And then if you want to follow me in any of those channels, I'm usually listed as Bootcamp Joey um, or Joey Gonzalez in Facebook uh, and in terms of what's coming down the pipeline for us, we're about to open Venice, which is really exciting here in LA. Um, that should happen before the end of the year. And, uh, maybe one of the most exciting openings ever is coming up next month, which is Chicago. And that's where I was born and raised. So <gasps> your hometown. Very, very excited about that one. Oh, yep. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Joey, thank you so much. I, I can't thank wait. You. I can't wait to see you soon, hopefully. And I know. Thank you. Come see me. Come take my class. Uh, <laughs> all right. I will. I love it. So I always feel so good after I work out there. I mean, like, I really do. It really, it really makes, it's always the daunting, like, I know what's going to happen. I know what to expect already. <laughs> you know, it's like, because I've been there. So true. Um, okay. Yep. So I thank you so, way. thank you so much. You're the best. 
Thank you. Have a great day. Hey, everyone. For more information, visit www.radicallyloved.com. You can follow me on Instagram at Rosie Acosta and on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. If you have any questions, email info at radicallyloved.com. Thanks for listening.